Welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you our expectations, and then go watch it while we eat some snacks and get a little high off of marijuana. I am Mantis Toboggan, and I had sex not more than two hours ago. And I'm Brianna, and I'm pretty sure that's a lie. I can feel it. I can smell it through the microphone. It's not. I'm, I, I, there's another person that can vouch for me. With a human? <laughs> <laughs> and today we'll be watching Wonder Woman 1984. Wonder Woman 1984 is the action-packed sequel to the Wonder Woman that premiered in 2017. It is directed by the very talented Patty Jenkins, written by Joff Johns. Just kidding, it's probably <laughs> Jeff. And stars Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, and Kristen Wiig. Before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about our excitement levels and discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet. Brianna, how you doing this week? I can't say that I'm really excited about it. I just want to get Dead it over with. Shut up! It's a long-ass sh- movie. Oi! I just want to say, this is a long-ass movie. Oh, you're back? I'm back. No, you're not back. What I am back. Get out of here, you stupid beaver! <laughs> I am back. Hello, you speak. You, I see. I come up before you can even speak. I am here now. Marjo's <laughs> here. Oi, who's this cunt over here? I don't like him at all. He's a stupid limey cunt. Oh, who are you talking about, you beaver? You stupid beaver. hey Okay, okay. This is enough. We're not going to start doing voices on the show. That's weird. Brianna, let's get into it. Tidbits. You never know what you're going to get. I'm ready. Hit me with some titties right in the... You know. <laughs> Wonder Woman, 1984. Principal photography began in June of 2018 and finished after six months of shooting. They shot in Leavesden, England, Alexandria, Virginia. They shot in D.C., Georgetown. And they shot in a fortress in Spain called... Mi casa es su casa. <laughs> Alcazaba de Almeria. <laughs> Six months does not seem like a lot of time, but I don't know anything. I mean, it was filmed pretty soon after the other, the first one was released, so maybe they were just like hot and ready to go. Patty Jenkins wanted to come back for the sequel, and this time they gave her more creative power with the storyline. I think that's pretty good. Story was put together by Patty Jenkins and Jeff Johns, and then penned by the two of them and Dave Callahan. Uh, Zack Snyder had nothing to do with the story this time. He helped create the story last time. But that's not the biggest deal to me. I I really don't mind that at all. I love that Patty has more say. Uh, Patty Jenkins directed Monster. If if nobody knows who Patty Jenkins is, she's very talented. She's directed a bunch of other things too. So when the first film had so much emotion in it, it it made sense where it was coming from. And like the director really, really put a lot of themselves into it so the guy who wrote the first wonder woman was alan heinberg uh he wrote for gray's anatomy and the gilmore girls and the oc right so you obviously so yeah but like the the first wonder woman i really liked i actually thought it was really good so going into it you're kind of like all right this might be a little sappier a little more story driven a little more character rich and that worked because it's an action film and Patty Jenkins was able to take the action movie and then allow this guy's writing to speak for itself on the on the screen. Because in, act, in superhero movies, you're going to get the explosions, you're going to get the powers, you're going to get the CGI. But the best superhero movies are the ones that have the best characters and the most uh, attachment to the storyline that you can give the audience. And so why, I don't understand why, why not, why you wouldn't just bring back the writing team from last time if it was so critically and financially loved and, and received. The, yeah, and this so like, makes sense. Yeah. And so this is where my apprehension begins on the film, because by the writing team, like just, just, just based on the writing team, because I really haven't read any, uh, read any reviews <laughs> outside the score. I really haven't read any reviews outside the scores I've seen on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. But the writing team they hired makes me feel like they're going to take this movie in, in the opposite direction of the first one. I thought the first one was really good, and it was the only DC movie I saw. Uh, pretty, uh, that's pretty much to this day the only DC movie I've seen besides the Dark Knight trilogy that I that I thought was good. So let me give you a little rundown, right? Jeff Johns, pronounced Joff, probably, developed The Flash, 
and he developed Young Justice, and he developed uh, Stargirl, and he has writing credits on Arrow and Small World. Awesome. Cool. Have you ever watched Arrow, though? Yeah, I have. I watched the first three or four seasons of Arrow. Ooh. I thought it was all right, but what I was going to say is I never, I was never really, really like a huge fan of the CW DC universe. I, I I always thought cut they thought they were a little bit hacky. Um, I I know a lot of people really like them, um, but that's that's just not me. And the second writer, Dave Callaham, has writing credits on Godzilla, Zombieland, Double Tap, and he created the Expendables. I'm pretty sure, and he's like on a load of high budget movies that are coming out, including like Spider Verse Two and the new Hercules. And okay. he's he's got like so many things. I'm like, all right, cool. So I feel like you already know what kind of writing you're going to get in this movie, right? Because these are the writers that are now writing this movie. It's not the guy from Grey's Anatomy who was focused on the, the, the kind of more emotional side of things. It's from the guys who wrote Godzilla and CW Flash and stuff. So I feel like it's... I feel like it's going to take this movie in a completely different direction than the first one, which I don't think it'll work for it. And once again, just for the record, I really liked the first Wonder Woman. So I'm not a Wonder Woman hater. I have, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that, that I'm, I'm proven wrong. Um, but what doesn't make me feel too great about that is that Brianna, at the time of this recording, it has a 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb based on 67,000 reviews. And it has a 65% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 304 reviews. It has a 73% audience score based on 1,700 reviews. It also has a 59% on Metacritic, but fuck Metacritic. And also something new I'm going to be adding is that 71% of Google users like this video, like this movie. Yeah, but I don't fucking trust Google users either. <laughs> yeah, right? And so, uh, I, I don't know, I just... This is obviously the most high, this is obviously the most rated movie that we've watched. This is the most amount of critics that have reviewed a movie that we've watched so far. It's the biggest quote unquote blockbuster, even though we're not seeing it in the theaters that we've reviewed so far. It's definitely the most seen. One hundred percent. What are your Outside expectations? What are your expectations, Brianna? Because I want to know I... what you want to know what you're thinking. You haven't seen the first one. But I have heard that this is written as a standalone, so it's really not going to matter. You know the characters. You understand what's going on. If you need me, if, you, if you're confused on who somebody is, I'll, I'll answer the question for you. Uh, but what do you think? I am eager to watch it only because from what I've like quickly read on social media is that some people love it and some people didn't. And so I want to know what team I'm on. Well, I think the DC Universe sucks shit. I think it's fucking terrible. I hate the DC Universe. It's nowhere near Marvel. Like, I when, know, when I saw I Wonder Woman, I was like, wow, I'm blown away. Uh, this is this is a really good movie. Patty Jenkins is a fucking amazing director. So that's that makes sense. But like... I don't know, the Expendables guys are going to be writing this movie? Like, I get Patty Jenkins was in on the story, but, like, fuck, man. Like, do you like DC movies? I like DC movies, not like I don't love them, but I only like them because I'm not, like, a huge DC comic fan. So I'm not, like, wrapped around, like, the or the origin stories of everything and, like, where things come from in the comics. So I enjoy them as just like, oh, this is like a fun little action movie. Like, here we go. I don't think that any of them are fantastic. Um, none of them really do it for me in terms of comparing them to Marvel movies. But they're like, you know, they're fine little movies by themselves. That's really all I have for that. I mean, like, I really like the Harry Potter books. I didn't like the Superman movies. I didn't like... <laughs> justice league i didn't like aquaman really i thought it was all right i really I never didn't even like saw superman. aquaman i tried to start it like three times and never finished it oh i actually you know what's same like i i've i've seen i've seen i've seen the whole movie but like bits and uh, in bits and it's just every time i go to watch it i just like have to i don't know i can't i can't do it um 
But, like, I can see where, like, DC fans are, like, felt like they've been done dirty by the They fans. have been done dirty. Did you see Spider-Man? Or Spider-Man. Did you see, <laughs> did you see Batman vs. Superman? No. That shit was three hours long. I saw that in theaters. It was so boring. That's what I'm worried about. I'm worried this is going to be boring. I'm worried we're going to sit here for two and a half hours and be bored. And that's going to suck. The Patriots are on tonight, but that doesn't matter because they're garbage and they're probably going to lose they're anyway. They're also boring. So this is just going to be boring. At least we'll be able to shit on it. Brianna, give me the synopsis while I pack my mom because I'm going to have to fucking get high as shit for this movie. I'm going to eat like three peanut butter sandwiches, chips, the whole deal. I'm going <laughs> to come back a poopy boy. Oh my God. Stop it, please. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. Diana Prince lives quietly among mortals in the vibrant, sleek 1980s, an era of excess driven by the pursuit of having it all. Though she comes into her full powers, she maintains a low profile by curating ancient artifacts and only performing heroic acts incognito. But soon, Diana will have to muster all of her strength, wisdom, and courage as she finds herself squaring off against Maxwell Lord and the Cheetah, a villainess who possesses superhuman strength and agility. Okay, uh, let's see if Gal and Patty and Kristen and Pablo can save this mess, huh? Pedro. I think I'm more excited for the sandwich I made than the movie. <sighs> well, we're back! That movie sucked. I just woke up from a nap. <laughs> <laughs> First hour went by pretty quick. The movie itself didn't really drag as a whole. The middle was a bit thicker than the rest of the movie, I guess. Run-of-the-mill DC movie, unfortunately. Uh, hate to say it, but it was it did not live up to the, the first one, in my eyes. And kind of just followed the same path as... Uh, as a Suicide Squad. Or, I mean, his Suicide Squad was a little more interesting than this, to be honest with you. Better than Superman. Better than, like, uh, the Batman movie. Um, or Justice League. But still not great. Uh, Brianna thought it was going to be rated R. I didn't R think it was going to be rated, rated R. Rated R for Silly <laughs> Billy. <laughs> I always thought there was more swearing in movies. In DC movies. But I guess that was really only, like, Suicide Squad. Uh, it didn't even feel like a superhero movie to me, Brianna, but I didn't hate that. It just didn't feel like one most of the time. What, did, you, did you get that whole superhero movie vibe while we were watching? No, it kind of just felt like a more action-packed, like, rom-com. <laughs> oh my god, you're so, you're so right. <laughs> it's <that's> so <laughs> true. It's so true. Kristen Wiig was meh. Gal Gadot's a bad actor. Yeah, missed it in the first one. She's really hot, but that's it. Yeah, spoiler alert. What the hell? Why was she so boring? Oh my god, she just has... She can't convey any... Any <laughs> different emotion other than, like... What? She's like the Mark Wahlberg of actresses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like... I don't know, what's going on? And she wouldn't even be that hot if she wasn't tan. Me and Brianna decided that while we were watching... If she didn't have, like, yeah, like, a golden, like, hint to her skin, imagine, like, Gal Gadot just pasty as fuck. She wouldn't be hot at all. She'd be Julie Greer. Ooh. <laughs> Judy. <laughs> Judy Greer. <laughs> she would, though. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad it wasn't your normal, lame, like, alien, blue light bad guy. Like, I, I'll, I'll give it that. I give it mm -hmm. lots of credit for being uh, different and trying something new. Definitely give Patty Jenkins credit for not being like, no, I don't want an outside worldly bad guy or something like that. Yeah, we don't need like another predator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The mysticism was built into the villain who is Pedro Pascal, who is really enjoyable. He's a he's a great actor. Mm -hmm. Not taking away anything from him at all. He was he was really really good, but. Uh, little spoiler. He just like grants wishes and stuff. Like I don't know, like why. And I really there was just a don't little know. too much mysticism where we were just very <laughs> confused. Yeah, yeah. The mysticism. Some of the mysticism just didn't fit. How did everyone know about the wishes? Why did he grant so many wishes? Like it really just didn't, and it didn't tie itself up at the end. There was really no bow 
at all. There was kind of... more holes in this than the, like a mesh shirt from the 80s. <laughs> one it of those, was bad. One of those anti-masker masks that people wear at Walmart. So many holes. So many holes. Uh, I was really emotional after the first one, Brianna. And that's how I know this one sucks. Because I, I was remember, bored. Yeah, like being really empowered after the first one. I was like, oh, I feel like a really good, like badass woman. And then I watched this one and I was like, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, w- uh, only part in the about the like the Amazonian women are in the beginning, which was like a decent part of the first one. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't really go over any lore or anything like that. They have the 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 visible jet makes a a cameo. That's that's neat, but it didn't really get me going. Kristen Wiig, Brianna, what do you think? I thought, meh, meh. Kristen Wiig is now just being used for things that i don't think she's necessarily qualified for and you know i unpopular opinion bridesmaids was just okay for me and and i think that like that's where people really fell in love with her and i was kind of just like yeah that was funny i guess i completely agree i thought she was funny on snl but i was not like oh my god she's funny i love her on snl she was very funny but i don't think she was otherworldly and i completely agree that she's being misused now yeah, like... In action movies. Like, I don't think she was that great in Ghostbusters. No, like, she's she's fizzling out for me, like, hard. What did you think of her character overall? I mean, I'm not too familiar with Barbara Minerva... Ooh, sorry. <laughs> Barbara Minerva in the DC comics. So she was kind of just like a fresh face for me. Do you like that she wished upon a moose knuckle to get what she wanted? <laughs> I mean, if I was in her shoes, yeah, I'd probably wish the same thing. Imagine having to work with Gal Gadot every day and just being like, this is cool. I'm just like a weird little smelly scientist. And my coworker is this wonderful woman that might be Wonder Woman. We're not sure. And uh, I mm-hmm. feel like a little pile of trash. So yeah, I would wish, I would wish upon a, a moose knuckle for sure. The What was missing in this movie that they had in the first movie was that the characters had depth. And when you were watching them, you felt them go through trials and tribulations. And they tried to do that in this movie, like when Barbara was getting bullied. And then, she, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how her character becomes who she is. And <laughs> I just I, I just thought there was no connection to, like, anything in this movie outside of Gal Gadot. There was no connection to the masses in the film, like in the first movie. Like, there was no, like, oh, the world is about to end. You didn't... Remember that scene where we saw a woman sitting on the side of the road and she was, like, under a blanket with her children? That was weird. Yeah, and she was, like, like, yelling for one of them and it was, like, what? (laughs) There was no explainer. Like, why why was she there? (laughs) No explainer whatsoever. There's the same love story as the first one. Wonder Woman dresses up like Goldar. Goldar, but with better hair. <laughs> That's really all I got for non-spoilers. I'm kind of going to rip this thing apart in the spoiler zone. You know, that like at this, like the, <laughs> my recommendation, it's, 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 it's tough, Brianna. It's tough because like, I'm going to give my popcorn bags and I'm going to give my recommendation. But if at this point, you already know if you're going to see Wonder Woman, you know, uh-huh. you're like yeah, either, you're, you're, you're either gonna, you've been waiting five years for it now. This is not some obscure indie that you've never heard of that you're like, oh, maybe I'll check this out. Like, this is like fucking Wonder Woman 84. You know, you know exactly what you're going to get. You're either into it or you're not. And you're either going to hate it or you're going to like it. Um, But on that note, Brianna, how many popcorn bags are you giving it? And what is your recommendation? I'm probably going to give it a 20 out of 50 popcorn bags. Like, and that's a generous 20 from me. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know. I don't even have an explanation on why I'm giving it a 20. Almost just because Pedro Pascal was in it and like we're coming hot off of me like whapping over the Mandalorian. That's really the only reason it's getting a 20. And I really wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, I I guess he was like the best part of the movie, but he wasn't really that great. Like his role wasn't that great. He was kind of like, would you Um, recommend Thor 2 to anybody? Absolutely not. No, and that's where this no, movie I falls wouldn't. for me. <laughs> okay. How many popcorn bags would you give it? <laughs> I'd give it f- 16 out of 50 popcorn bags. Okay. Uh, I would not, re- I wouldn't recommend this movie if it was in theaters. That's for damn sure. And I, I only recommend it if you normally watch superhero movies and you have HBO Max. 
Like if you already own HBO Max and you normally see every superhero movie, then yeah, check it out because you're a sycophant and you want to torture yourself anyway. You're going to end up watching it. But, like, it's not going to be good. So, like, normal people, if you don't normally watch superhero movies, don't go see it. It's not very good. It's not very enjoyable. You can listen to the spoiler zone, and 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 we'll and we'll tell you why. I'm 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 disappointed though. I'm really disappointed because I like I said I was I really liked the first one, and this just followed the same trend as every other DC movie that's been out in the last five years, unfortunately and sadly. I'm now curious to like watch the first one again and be like, was I tricked? Was I a little bamboozled the first one? Did I really not love it as much as I think I do? The Rotten Tomato score is like a 40% difference. That's bananas, you know? Like in between the first one and the second one. I just... Brianna, collect your thoughts, girl, because we're headed into the... Spoiler zone! Spoiler zone! I'm still trying to process. So while you process, can you tell me at least... Or no, can you, while you process, can you tell me a favorite part? Mm, when I found out that there was 10 minutes left, it was pretty exciting. <laughs> my first thing I wrote down was that it was free. <laughs> That's my favorite part. It was free. <laughs> Mine isn't free, but like I pay for the whole service and it, you know, it's just a little bump in the road. I'm not upset about that, but I won't hold it against HBO Max. I am glad that I didn't, like, risk my life to see it in a theater, though. Goodness, do not risk your life to see this movie in a theater, everybody. It's not worth it. Go on, though. (laughs) That was really my only favorite part. I didn't really... There was nothing that, like, stuck... There was no animals, no dogs that I could, like, love up on, where it was, like... The action wasn't even good. No. Did you have a favorite part, other than that it was free? I said Pedro Pascal's acting. He was, like... He's he's a bright spot of the movie, but once again, I'm probably just whapping over the man Mandalorian right now so I'm kind of in like a haze a Pedro Pascal haze yeah and then I said the 80s looked coolish I liked the set design even though I was hoping for a little more 80s I I was hoping it'd be a little more 80s like I thought I'd be able to visually see that it was the 80s but I don't know the uh the fashion wasn't that 80s it was kind of just normal like I couldn't really tell it's Mm. because the 80s is kind of making a resurgence with the 90s fashion coming back I did uh, I, I did right. like how Chris Pine was kind of adjusting to the 80s coming from like the 40s that we think. That was yeah, kind of fun like a to see. Nice, that's that's a fun movie trope that like they do in movies like that. That's always cool to see. But even Chris Pine Chris pa- is like stiff as a board. <laughs> I was just going to say I'm not like a huge Chris Pine guy. He's he's really not that great. He probably auditioned to be Captain America. And, like, he just, like, didn't fit the bill. You know what I mean? Like, he just looks like somebody who is almost Chris Evans, but he's not a Chris Evans. He's Chris Pine. Chris Pine peaked in uh, Princess Diaries 2. That was where he shined, and that's where he will continue to shine and won't shine anywhere else. (laughs) This movie's just... I just can't say it enough. The movie's just boring. It's just boring. It does not give you any excitement whatsoever, and it's a goddamn superhero movie. It's the only superhero movie I've seen... All year, I should be, like, jacked up. I should be like, fuck yeah, superhero movies. This is great. I haven't seen one in fucking a a year. So awesome. I haven't been to a movie theater. Give me some cool action. But fucking Gal Gadot just flies around. Side note, didn't know Wonder Woman could fly. And I don't think she knew either until the very end of the movie. Like, I don't know what the fuck was going on with that. But I digress. Uh, Just... Just kind of just boring. Like I don't know. I, I, I it's very convoluted. Uh, I guess we're just gonna have to get into least favorite parts, Brianna, because it doesn't sound like either of us have anything else to say when it comes to favorite parts. Oh, you know what? I actually did write something down that was my favorite part or one of my favorite parts. Oh. Right at the beginning okay. of the movie, where there's that like robbery in the mall. There's this chubby guy that, God bless his heart, he runs up the down escalator <laughs> like a fucking <laughs> champ. <laughs> Is that the one of the criminals? Yeah, one of the bad guys. He's yeah. chubby. Yeah, he's a porky he's little guy, guy, and he is he runs up that escalator. He makes it to the top too. He doesn't and they get all get away. dusted. <laughs> no, he doesn't get away, and they all get dusted by Diana, Queen yeah. of Tarzania. But that's like the only one of the only good things I wrote down. That was like, ooh, 
good good for him <laughs> that was such a lame oh her fucking whip is so lame it wasn't that lame in the first one i don't remember it being that lame i don't remember I really, it being really just like don't. a glowing piece of string in the first one no i feel like she did so much better with it uh i hated how she wore wedge heels like i don't know why that really bothered me i said i mentioned it like four times but it really bothered me i was like why is she wearing wedges i know Wonder isn't gal gadot would, already Wonder... tall enough like yeah gal gadot's huge and second of all like wonder woman would just like wear like sandals or something like she's from a fucking island like she wouldn't be in heels like running around like what the fuck it's because so they weird. just women have to wear heels it's a, still a thing apparently such a we'll weird, just never get out a, of it they even in the movie they even ha- wanted uh kristen wig even wanted to be able to wear heels like gal gadot does like it's makes yeah you, they make it like, like a it's funny, the stamp like, joke about it <laughs> yeah like it's the stamp of being a real woman to be able to wear heels like fuck off fuck <laughs> off i'm here to say i'm here to say fuck off with that nonsense whatever happened um, to like a kitten heel come on <laughs> Yeah, or just wear your wear your flats, ladies. Do your thing. Don't, wear don't feel sneakers. like you gotta impress nobody. Yeah, wear sneakers. Wear the wear, can dress them up wear Uggs, <laughs> slippers, fuzzy socks, whatever the fuck you want. Throw on some but crocs. Don't don't think just because don't think you gotta wear wedge heels just to be a superhero. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, talk. or to just you don't have to wear heels to get boys or impress anybody. If you wanna wear heels, you wear your fucking heels. But don't think you yeah. have to. Yeah, don't think you have to, exactly. Exactly, Brianna. Um, I really didn't like some of the, some of the, the, I say some of lightly, some of the photoshopping and CGI. Brianna, do you want to uh, talk about the photoshopping a little bit? I'm assuming it was some of your least favorite parts as well. It wasn't the <laughs> least favorite part. It was just like a, another like what moment where like you go to Diana's like kind of cute, like eighties apartment where you're like, okay, I'm vibing, I'm vibing. And then you see like a photo of her from... It's like what I would think is the original the ranch. movie. Yeah, no, like the original movie where you're like, it's black and white. And you're like, it's kind of fuzzy, but whatever. Cameras weren't great back then. And then they mm-hmm. kind of progressed through the years between like the first movie and the second movie where like camera develop, like photo development is like improving. And the photos get really, really bad in the Photoshop department. Like, I'm not saying you have to call the Kardashians and get their people, but they were bad like they look like eighth i've seen graders better <laughs> i've seen better photoshopping on like the scissor tool on like snapchat like it was bad <laughs> it was bad it was so bad not even believable for a second like i don't i've seen people on reddit make better photoshops it was ridiculous it would have uh, been better if you just... <laughs> it would have been better if you just took like the photo from the frame itself and just like cut Gal Gadot's face onto them. That yeah, that would have been... been so much better. Yeah, they would have at least been able to smooth out the neck or something like that. Uh, and how about that? How about like the CGI like bullets and like just like when she was running through the air and it just looked yeah. like it looked so bad it just did not look good at all it, you could com- i mean obviously you can tell when cgi is being used but this is a fucking like 100 million dollar movie what are you people doing it was 200 million dollars that's i read that before we we signed off on the first half you're so goddamn right that's ridiculous to me how can you possibly let something like that hit the screen there we we know the budget wasn't where, going to Photoshop, so... Uh. Oh my god. It, the, this budget didn't go to any fucking After Effects whatsoever. They just had they just had people who have been working on, I don't know, movies with Nicolas Cage for the last two years just decided to edit this movie. Like, I don't, I don't know what, like... Yeah, there was this scene on, like, the Gaza Strip where she was flying through the air and you were like what and then all of a sudden like she's pushing tanks like she's leg pressing tanks and she attaches her truth lasso to like this telephone pole that's in the middle of i don't know egypt and you're like why is there a telephone pole in the middle of egypt like that and it's just random not connected to anything yeah she's like save these kids and you're like what the hell is going on yeah, she takes some Why? kids playing soccer. So weird. All she does is save people. There's no crime. F- I don't know. It's so fucking bizarre. I really didn't like <laughs> Brianna how Kristen Wiig became the villain. Like she got bullied into becoming Kellyanne Conway. 
Like, I don't know what the yeah. fuck that was all Clearly about. Clearly Conway and Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, Kelly and Conway looking ass. Like, it looked like the people from Cats came in and did her up. Like, it was so bad. She, be- Kristen Wiig becomes, like, the cheetah at the end. And she's like, ah, I'm a cheetah. Ah. She looks like a troll from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, it's so fucking weird. Um, yeah, no, it looks like Dame Judi Dench was, like, seeking revenge on everybody from her bad Cats movie. And all of a sudden, like, she turns into Taylor Swift from Cats, and you're like, what? Even her makeup is bad? Like, that whole, that whole when she actually turns into a cheetah is very cringy. She's, like, rolling around, too, before she changes into, like, the weird cheetah person hybrid. Kind of like a zombie beaver hybrid. But before she changes into the cheetah thing, like... She's wearing a cheetah skirt with these like knee high, like over the knee leather boots, which is they were kind of hot. I didn't, I liked those. Yeah, she looks so good. She has, she looks good. <laughs> but then she has like a snakeskin jacket on. I'm like, is she supposed to be a snake or is she supposed to be a cheetah? Like, we gotta focus on one motif here. We can't oh, be giving her that many different things. So weird. I have one last favorite part, and then you can talk about any of the last favorite parts you have before we end the review. Are they last favorite but parts or least favorite parts? My last least favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> Gal Gadot, at the very end of the movie, possibly displayed some of the worst acting I've seen in the last ten years. <laughs> she, she, pa- Pedro Pascal is like using his force powers or whatever to blow wind around a room <laughs> he's blowing papers <laughs> he's blowing papers around a room and there it's like hard strong strong gusts talking like a f1 tornado like <laughs> and, and Gal Gadot's like gripping onto the floor and she's, she's like, like whispering to she's like whispering to him and she laughs with him or whatever but she gets up after he like he she's like overpowering him a little bit and then he like he does one more like and like the winds get really (laughs) strong now and no one no no one's getting hurt or anything these winds are just really strong and gal gadot is acting as she's getting pushed back by these gusts of wind And she like falls into the wall and she's like, (laughs) she's like, she's pretending to get like knocked back and, and she like falls down into a corner very gingerly. So she doesn't hurt herself and her very probably heavy pointy goldar armor. (laughs) She's like falls down onto the ground and she's like, (laughs) like a grandma. And it was so (laughs) terrible. It was just really fucking bad. It, it, I laughed out loud. I was probably snickering for like 45 seconds. It was so weird. Just, I just had to, I just had to, I just had to get that out there. Brianna, did you have any other, what did you think of that scene first of all? And did you have any least, more least favorite parts? You know, that was one of those holes that either because I'm not too familiar with Wonder Woman or like a lot of her backstory or like what her little truth string does but i didn't understand (laughs) at one point she does try to like lasso pedro pascal with it and like because he's got such a gust for a breath like it's (laughs) kind of like sounds like me going up the stairs he was just really winded and (laughs) um, winding (laughs) she tries to get him with it and it like blows away and so you're like okay it blew away but then all of a sudden like it's clinging on to him and she's like whispering this like weird like satanic thing to him and all of a sudden you find out that the truth lasso has been around him the whole time and like she's undoing this wish and you're not sure because they don't explain the whole wish thing like Aladdin when they make wishes it was very clear like you get three and you can't wish for love I think that was it yeah they They don't explain the wish stuff they don't explain anything about this crystal dildo except for the fact that it came from all over the world and they find it on this coin from like Roman times. And I'm not going to call bullshit, but I am calling bullshit. You can't see a goddamn thing on that coin. I don't see anything about a moose knuckle on that coin. And how did Kristen Wiig's <laughs> character know that there was a moose knuckle on there in the first place? They also call no. the... <laughs> <laughs> they call the monkey stone like a bunch of things in the movie and it's like we <laughs> that, need to stick with one thing 
that's why me and Brianna are calling it a moose knuckle or a monkey paw, like whatever, because they named, they called it like four different things, but it just looked the like a big. Dildo. It looked like a big crystal dildo. It looked like a stalactite that someone ripped <laughs> off a wall and then just started like preying on. Uh, Pedro Pascal gets the hold of that and then he wishes to become it. And then all of a sudden he starts just giving wishes to everybody. That's the movie. And then Wonder Woman's like, we, we must find, we must find the stone. But Where's there's no the like explanation on how people know that Pedro Pascal is the one that's granting these wishes. Like no, all of a sudden people are just like, like he's, he can just hear like everything people are saying. So like if it's 11-11 and all these people are wishing on 11-11, like he can apparently hear all of them and grants them all. But then he's like, if you're going to wish for a new bike, I'm going to want nuclear warheads. Like, I just, I don't get it. Like, what, where did that come from? There was no Asian Amazonians. I don't, I know that Amazon, <laughs> the Amazonians aren't like a real breed of people. So I'm just going to reference the Amazon in like Brazil. There was no goddamn fucking Asians. None. And every no single blonde and brunette Amazonian looked exactly the fucking same. Exactly the same. They all looked like each other. They all looked like each other. And I just, where were the, where were the Asians? There was other people besides blonde and brunettes. There was not They were filming Asian. Mulan. <sighs> That's not I'm true. sorry you feel, under, <laughs> I'm sorry you, I'm sorry you feel underrepresented. Uh, at least it was a shitty movie though. And oh, also, why the fuck did no one, we already, we talked about this when we were watching the movie and like in the 80s, especially 84, social media was not a goddamn thing. But no. why did no one recognize that Diana Prince, the woman from the Smithsonian, was also fucking Wonder Woman? Yeah, no one ever fucking says that. Like, it's it, like it's worse than Superman. Like, she doesn't even wear glasses or anything. No. Like, she just straight up is Wonder Woman. Like, what? Like, you, this woman has been around for 40 years saving people and you don't know who she is? He, Pedro Pascal... He sees her in the museum. <laughs> he didn't even mention it when he finally saw her. He kind of makes a face like, oh, hey, I might know you, but he doesn't say it. No, he makes a face like, holy shit, like, how did Wonder Woman find me? Yeah, that's so, yeah, he doesn't go like, hey, you're the fucking lady from the, the Smithsonian at all. No, and that was so frustrating. That was even more frustrating than not knowing what the dildo did. And it was like, what? Why does no one know who that is? Like, how did no one snap a picture on, like, a disposable camera and go, huh? And then when they got their photos developed, why did no one go, I think that's that woman from, uh... From the Smithsonian. She was talking about bones, I think. Like, why did no one get that? I don't know. I have no idea. All I can say is, fuck, fuck Wonder Woman. You got anything else? I feel so tense after watching that movie. I'm just disappointed as hell. Me too. Very disappointed. Don't go see it, everybody. That is our review for <laughs> Diana Taurasi in The Curse of the Monkey's Dildo. Uh... <laughs> Tune in next week, <laughs> Brianna. What else did you watch? What else did you watch this? Week? I felt like we were watching like an an ancient aliens episode or something. It was just bad. <laughs> it was just bad. Don't go watch it. Don't go watch it. Maybe you can. Maybe you. Maybe Brianna has another suggestion on what you might might be able to go watch though instead. What do you got, Brianna? What'd you watch this week? Well, I uh, I think I watched a movie last Tuesday, and I didn't remember what it was called, and I didn't write it down, and I'm not even 100% sure I watched a new movie. So that's cool. Uh, there goes my memory. <laughs> well, I think that, I think people should go and watch uh, Ted Lasso, because I watched that whole fucking thing, and that was hilarious. What is that? You kept talking about it. It's a Jason Sudeikis comedy on Apple+. Plus. It is about a football coach that gets hired to coach soccer. Yeah. It's a football coach gets hired to coach soccer, and it's hilarious. It's really well-written. It's really well-directed. It looks like an HBO comedy. It feels like an HBO comedy. It's just on Apple+. Plus. And I think it's definitely going to get some Emmy love and some Golden Globe love. And I also, Brianna, watched the rest of the first season and the beginning of the second season of What We Do in the Shadows. Finally. Yeah, I know. I love that. I I finally saw, I finally saw uh, Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement in the when they were in the they were in like the council. Mm -hmm. I was really excited when I saw them. But yeah, that, that's what I watched this week. 
I also watched a lot of Christmas movies, obviously. <laughs> I watched Home Alone 1 and 2 with the intentions to watch Home Alone 3 all in one night. And I fell asleep. I feel like I already said this. Did I say this last week? I don't know. No. But I tried to watch Home Alone 1, fell asleep the last 15 minutes. Tried to watch <laughs> Home Alone 2, fell asleep the last 15 minutes. And then I watched the first 15 minutes of Home Alone 3 and fell right asleep. <laughs> so uh, that didn't work out for me very well. I've been watching a lot of Letter Kenny. Oh, do you enjoy it? I feel like I'm pretty much an adopted Canadian by now. Okay, that's where we're at. I just like how quick the episodes are. I think they're only like 20 minutes. And that's about how wide my attention span is. So they're perfect for me. I've watched the first few episodes and I think it's enjoyable. I'll, I'll go back and watch it at some point in time. Uh, it's just one of those things. I feel like you got to get over a certain hump and then, then you really get into it. People seem to love it. Brianna. Hello. Headlines. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. I got to keep this thing moving. You know what I mean? It's a long episode. Blowing headlines. Let's go. <laughs> it's the Wonder Woman episode. It's the New Year's episode. It's our 25th episode. So if this ep if it goes yeah. a little long, that's okay. I'm not too worried about it. This is our 25th episode. Yeah. If you're still listening to this in the 50th minute of our 25th episode, we love you. And that means that you are always have a special place in our hearts as long as you listen. <laughs> okay. I'll go through the headlines fast. There's really, there's not much to go off of. Let me go no, first. No, you don't have Let any just... fucking headlines. My no, I have, one he I have headlines. You don't, nope. Uh. Wonder Woman 3 is in the works with Patty Jenkins. Okay, that was part of my headline. That's why you're not allowed to do headlines. Okay, you go. You, you find the titties then. and I find the headlines. <laughs> All right, fine. We'll pretend like I never even said anything. I'll cut, I'll, I'll edit it so no, it goes that's right okay. into your just voice after just I say headlines. It. Just keep it. Nope. <laughs> okay. Okay. You can talk about it after my headline. Okay, okay. so first. Furiosa, the prequel to Mad Max, the one with Charlie yes! coming out 2023, hopefully. Cross your fingies. Ooh, I, I, you, you're, a, you're a Mad Max, uh, well, the last one fan. I know that. Hopefully, Tom Hardy, mm -hmm. there's like a cameo. I heard there's not going to be a cameo, but that's okay. I really like Charlize. Uh, I love the Mad Max world. Furiosa was a good character, and I think that's, I think that's going to be sweet. You excited for that? Yes, very excited. And yeah, I would love if Tom Hardy was in it, but I'm not going to make it a requirement. No, no, no. Uh, your boy, Shia LaBeouf. Star of First Cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, isn't he, isn't he getting, did something happen with court or something like that? He got uh, McFired from a movie that hasn't even started to film yet. <laughs> no, because of the allegations. Yeah, because he's a creepy douche, and Olivia Wilde was like, "I don't need any creepy douches in my life," and you are fired, sir. Son of son of a bitch! How do we know he's a creepy douche? <laughs> because like multiple women now are like saying like he's abusive oh, really? and he is a creep. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Because there's the whole like thing in court with fka twigs where she's saying like he was a shithead and like he used to hit me and then like sia i didn't even know him and sia were like a thing i guess no. sia is also coming out saying like yeah like he is a douche and he definitely hit me and now there's like just i feel like more people are be coming out of the woodwork saying like yeah he was a fucking dick <laughs> he was also like married and then I don't know if he's actually divorced, but, like, he kind of got back together with his wife, and now they're not together, and it's like, what? <laughs> well, this makes me sad. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf, like, this Olivia Wilde movie is supposed to be his, like, comeback because he's slowly been making a comeback, and... Yeah! Uh, now people are just there to tear him down. Oh, god damn Rightfully it. so, well, though. If you're a creepy douche, you should be torn uh, down. Yeah, I guess, like... It's not if it's not one lady and it's like multiple ladies. Then, I mean, what can you say at that point, right? Like, I guess mm -hmm. you are what you eat, and if you're going around <laughs> eating creep creepy douches, you're going to be a creepy douche yourself. <laughs> Last thing, December twenty sixth, Patty yes. Jenkins was not directing Wonder Woman three. December twenty seventh, Patty Jenkins will be directing Wonder Woman three. Wow. So I'm not sure what changed her mind, but within a day she was like either just leading us on to like 
oh no, like I'm not into that dog. And she bamboozled us all like 90 Day Fiance. Or she was offered like a ton of money and... She was like, "Okay, fine, yeah, I'll do it." I was just, I was just gonna say, it was probably the green, probably the greenbacks. But also, people are saying like, "Yeah, like Wonder Woman two is so great. Like, I can't wait to greenlight Wonder Woman 3. And it's like, just because people went to see it doesn't mean that it was good. There's no, nothing else going on right now. Yeah, that's not what that means at all. Just because I watched it doesn't mean it was good. Did you see the reviews, man? Like, fuck. Like, we're not the only people that thought that that movie sucked. That's I didn't just really not... want to read too into them, but no, I'm just saying. I based didn't on want to believe scores. the ones I read. <laughs> yeah, based on the scores, like I can't, like <sighs> I can't give any. Um, what do you? Let me ask you a question. Be, uh, what do you think about Lori Laughlin being released from prison? And what did you think about her going into prison in the first place? I thought it was Honestly, hilarious. <laughs> that was I really it was funny. hilarious, and I don't think it taught anybody a lesson. No, I don't think it taught anybody anything. I just, I, I, I think it was all for show. She was probably anything, in a really comfortable area. Like, I don't. I'd say about 80%. I don't know. I never went to college. I don't know the statistics. I'm not very good at math. But if I had to take a guess, I would say 80% of like celebrity children that go to college get into college because they're a celebrity child. No matter like what kind of celebrity you are, like you're, you're pushing something and like, sorry that Lori Laughlin was the one that got caught. <laughs> yeah what an idiot that's hilarious i i, I it's just so funny <laughs> fucking Lori laugh like going to prison for for college fraud college admissions fraud um well you know manty because it is episode 25 i have mm-hmm. to ask outside of the sound of metal what's been your favorite movie that we watched Ooh, okay. Good question. Good question. Wow, twenty-five episodes. That's pretty good, huh? Uh, I'm gonna have to say I have two that come to mind, Brianna. Ooh. One, one is American Pickle, because mm-hmm. it was the first movie that we watched that was made in this century. Irrelevant, <laughs> yeah. Um, also because it's 2020, obviously a pretty tough year for a lot of people. Just kind of a weird year all around, uncomfortable, whatever you want to call it. And watching a Seth Rogen movie, a new one, a new Seth Rogen movie, it just kind of like it had like a little warm spot in my heart. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, like this is this is nice. This is good to be able to watch one of my favorite comedians put out. Like, he, and he's not going to get me too fingers crossed. He's he's just got a wife and he doesn't really do anything. He smokes weed. So hopefully yeah, I think he's Seth just Rogen too busy will... like being baked in his house. Yeah. Like so hopefully Seth Rogen's always around just putting out heartwarming movies. And obviously he's skewed a little skewed away from doing just like stoner comedies, but, but it's always nice to see him on the screen. And uh, so, so I would say that, but then I would probably say my favorite movie that we've watched is the devil all the time. That movie fucks. That movie was badass really? as fuck. Yeah, that movie was badass as fuck. I was like, when we saw that movie, I was like, oh shit, that's a good movie. That was dark. That was gritty. Spider-Man was awesome. The South. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just, what about you? What, was you? what about you? I really liked Uncle Frank. Okay, that's your favorite? It's one of my favorites. I really liked Uncle Frank. I thought that that was a good movie. It kind of saved us from that lull of like bad movies that we were in, and we're, like we were headed down a dark road. Oh and yeah, that was Frank really the turnaround. And it gave me like a boost of hope, where I was like, "Okay, I'm not about to just quit this." And, <laughs> and then, um, The Devil All the Time was good. It was a. It definitely wasn't what I thought it was, and I think I even like said that I was like, "Wow, that caught me off guard." <laughs> um, but I really liked. <laughs> I really liked Get Duked. Okay. <laughs> that movie yeah. was really funny. <laughs> that movie was really good. It was really inventive and creative, and I will watch more from that director for sure. I just thought it was like a, a nice little change of pace for us. I really enjoy like when you get to hear like other countries like slang terms for things and you're like oh like that's funny, like we have the same thing, but we don't call it that. And I just thought that it was like a pretty it wasn't an original idea. It's 
It was though. It totally was. It totally was. It wasn't. Like I just, I don't know. I liked all the individual personalities that were in that, and the scenery was like just, oh wow, got me. Yeah, that was very beautiful. Very beautiful scenery on the on the highlands. And then yeah, I also loved Escape Plan (laughs) Two. Did you really? No. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, I just want people to go listen to that episode. <laughs> no, don't go listen to that episode. It sounds like shit. Don't listen to any of our old episodes. If you're listening to this right now, don't go listen to anything before like, oh, Christ. Don't go listen to anything before. You think that one sounded bad? American Pickle. I don't know. I don't like any of them after I listen to them. <laughs> if you ever want to listen to how far we've come, listen to the first episode, The Beaver. And then Bad. listen to, don't listen to last week. I sound like crap. Maybe this week I'll sound better. But if you want to see a a road to self-improvement, you should listen to the first episode of ours. Yeah, we've, we've, come, we've come a long way. And it's all thanks to everybody that's been listening and all the feedback that we've gotten. 20, 20, 2020 has been a weird year, but I'm glad that me and Brianna have started doing this. It's been really super enjoyable. Oh my god, this is our last episode of the year. I know, our last episode of 2020. Brianna, here's to 2021. And the hopes that we get to continue to do this. And for all the ups and downs that are here to come. Next week we are watching Soul coming into the new year strong with a brand new Pixar movie. So excited. Heard it's amazing. I'm like having a hard time not watching it. Uh, It's going to be tough, but we're really excited. I know it came out this week, but we got some things to catch up on and um yeah have a happy new year everybody make sure to follow us on twitter make sure to follow us on instagram check us out on youtube watch our trailer talk video (laughs) we're gonna be putting out another one soon brianna me and you gotta get behind the sticks and watch a couple more trailers maybe we'll tighten it up a little bit try a couple new things um i love you everybody i hope you have a happy new year brianna say anything else and then say goodbye I would just like to say, whoever told me I need to stand up when I'm recording, they can go fuck themselves. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Happy New Year. Bye, beans. Bye. <laughs>